everybody, it's Alan Share. I'm back with another version of Flock and Gather. It's your only 18-minute podcast to the spa, salon, and skincare world. And we're going to talk about money today. And I know that is close to everyone's heart. Whether you like the greenback or you don't, you need it to survive. And in fact, I'm not going very far today. I'm in Cave Creek and my friend Mike Rawson from Adesco Capital. He is a director there. He's all the way down the street in Scottsdale. Mike, this is as much fun as I've had in a long time. Oh, good, good. Well, it's certainly my pleasure and uh, always a pleasure talking to you. Good, you as well. And I, I know I told you, make the note because we're going to have coffee or breakfast or something after the... Uh, the new year, right? We're going to go to Soul Cafe or Hash Kitchen or one of these places in the in the neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Got to keep it local and support local business. You got it. I learned this. uh, There were a lot of things people have learned over the last two years during the the uh, pandemic. But one of the things I that I've talked to a lot of people about people who never ate breakfast before started eating breakfast because they work from home and you're starting work right away. And it's not like you're running out with a cup of coffee and you get hungry when you're home. Right, right. right. <laughs> and you work. And I've talked to a lot of people who said, I've never been a breakfast eater, but I eat breakfast now in the in the morning. And I'm up when it's still dark. So I'm an early breakfast eater. So for me, lunch is by like 11 or 1130. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Dinner starts at 2.30. Yeah, dinner well, starts. You, you know, they <laughs> I don't do have say. enough gray hair for that yet. But... <laughs> You know, they do say breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? So the other thing to remember, and I I know this is pithy. I don't know where it came from, but eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince and dinner like a pauper, because you just don't (laughs) eat food sitting in your stomach when you come home at nine o'clock from a big Italian dinner. And yeah, there you go. You plop down in front of the TV, right? That's really healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time you want to do that is if you got a long marathon or a hike the next day where you can burn off all those carbs. That's for Uh, sure. Well, there's no (laughs) shortage of hiking in our yard here where we're living in the Phoenix area, right? That's right. Adesco Capital, let's, let's, well, first tell our listeners, what does your company do? Sure. So uh, Adesco Capital has been around since 2007. We are a lending concierge service. So essentially what we do is work with different lenders via our network through long lasting partnerships that we've secured over the past nearly two decades now that we have experience in this. Um, And what we pride ourselves on is transparency, creating a great customer experience for small business owners, and most importantly, connecting people um, with the products that they need. Whether that means growing your business, hiring more staff, um, you know, opening another location, investing in the marketing, whatever the case may be, we, we like to pride ourselves on and work diligently to ensure that we have a product that fits all sizes um, for small to medium-sized businesses. Okay, so a couple of things. I love the words lending concierge service because it kind of says you guys care about what you're doing because this isn't like rolling into Wells Fargo and they say, well, here's an application, go sit down over there and fill it out, right? Exactly. We really, really want to create a great customer experience. We believe that one thing that has lacked in this industry, you know, with a lot of businesses or industries that start to scale and get large, it becomes about automation. It becomes about how can we get as much done and make as much money as possible um, with investing as little as possible. And for us, 
It's more about a small town feel, a small business feel. We, we really want to go above and beyond for clients um, and not focus on automation and computers and robots, et cetera. So that's certainly what we pride ourselves on. You know, with our founder, he actually was a restaurateur in Seattle before starting this business. And so being a small business owner as a founder, um, he met challenges with getting bank financing as many small business owners do. And so he kind of landed into this alternate lending universe and experienced it firsthand and became really, really passionate um, from firsthand experience to want to provide that uh, to other small business owners as well. Okay, so you said a couple things that are very key to me and I want to go back over them. The first one is in reverse order, I'm telling you these. Owner, he's an owner operator. Our industry is made up of owner operators. Like we think a lot about High and Hilton, Four Seasons, and I love them all. Right. The basis of this business is, is mom and pop owner operator uh, businesses. So I'm glad you keyed in on that. Secondly, when, when as financial institutions and people bandy the word about, you know, small business, small bit, what does that mean financially? I, is that doing 200 grand a year or 2 million a year? What, what is that? Sure. You know, within our lending network, the vast majority of the products that we see, you know, lenders like to see a minimum of eight to $10,000 a month in revenue. So, so, you know, as low as 120,000 a year, um, as high as 50 million a year, let's say, but, but the small business, I mean, it, I think it definitely depends on the industry, but there has to be because of what we specialize in, meaning Typically, it's short-term lending. We want to see enough revenue to come in or our lenders want to see enough so that we can accurately give somebody the offers that they need to ensure that they're comfortable paying them back over the term. The last thing we want to do is you know, hurt somebody's cash flow or put somebody in a pickle uh, that makes it more difficult for them to accomplish their goals because they've secured financing. So it's very, very important to us and something that, you know, our lending network definitely takes into consideration. Yeah, okay, I want to come back to talking about short-term lending and percentages and all that. But, you know, um, right now, you guys originally, uh, what got me interested in you when we talked to Beauty Federation was how there's still money available for people who are engaged in the government programs, right? I know I'm not saying that correct, but can you give our, because this is, <clears throat> excuse me, this has kept spa salon alive. So can you talk to what's going on with availability and how would they access it and, and what do you have to do? Absolutely. So um, I'll give a little bit of background. I won't take up too much time with that, but you know, when, when COVID initially hit in 2020, the vast majority, almost every one of our lending partners, you know, and I'm talking about companies such as American Express, for example, really were hit because of Main Street business being hit so hard. So all of these lending houses pumped the brakes and they said, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to lend out any money. What we're going to do is shift to focus on helping our clients, whether that be um, postponing payments, for example, on their existing loans and kind of see how things shape out. So right around that time, you also have the CARES Act that came into play in early 2020, which was a stimulus package. It was really put together to help Main Street business. And that included uh, more notable products such as the Paycheck Protection Program, right? So PPP, just about every small business owner is gonna know about that particular program because when that came out, it kind of took a life of its own on. It became very popular in the media because if you remember, they, they had this tranche of money and then all the money was gone in like two weeks. 
And so a lot of business owners went, what am I going to do? I applied for this program. Now they've run out of money. So what they did is they injected more money into the program. A second tranche came for 2020 and we kind of shifted our focus as well. So we thought, how can we get creative to still help our clients? We can't do it through the avenues we've done historically. So we shifted over to referring and figuring out how to put PPP loans and those grants in our clients' pockets. We did that through 2020 and moving into 2021 as well. So that was kind of our focus. And because of that, there was another program, and this is the main program that we're focused on right now, which is the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This was also part of the CARES Act initially. But the reality is that less than 25% of eligible business owners have actually taken advantage of this program. And it's because PPP overshadowed it very, very, very heavily. So in essence, if you were a small business owner and you've been affected by COVID in the sense of government mandate shutdowns, that could mean that they came and said, hey, no more operations for the next 30 days, the next 60 days. Or maybe you can open your business, but you can only do it at half capacity, right? So any periods where there were affected um, terms of your business in the, in, excuse me, in the terms of uh, your commerce, any period such as that, you're eligible to potentially receive a tax credit in the form of a check directly from the IRS. The most beautiful part about this program, it starts out as a grant. So if you recall, PPP starts out as a loan. You have to repay it over two years and you have these stipulations and these hoops you have to jump through to be able to have that converted to a grant. For the, e, uh, the ERC, the Employee Retention Tax Credit, starts as a grant. That's the beauty of it. You can get up to $5,000 back per employee through 2020, and that's based on eligible periods, and I can discuss eligibility as well. And then in 2021, the first, second, and third quarter, you can receive up to $7,000 per employee per quarter. So it's been a, a huge help to a large portfolio, uh, our portfolio, a large percentage of our clients, and something that we've been very fortunate to partner with several different um, SRAs and companies to help provide these grants to clients who need them. Okay, let me bring our listeners up to speed. So there's been, there was CARE, there was PPP, there was ELIP, I can't remember all the acronyms anymore. This is called the Employee Retention Tax Credit. Tax Credit, okay. Yeah, and, and you, people will hear a lot ERC or ERTC, um, you'll hear that a lot as well. Got it, okay. And this, so this money is still sitting out there in the pot. Yeah, $80 billion worth, $80 billion with the B is okay, sitting out there and still, a lot of people aren't aware of it. If there is still money out there, why does our government, why are they pushing more programs for more money if there's already money waiting? Why does no one know what this is? Well, again, I think that it has to do with PPP and how that took on such a, you know, it, it got so much attention in mainstream media because it ran out of money and in Main Street, business owners really, really needed that. So that definitely overshadowed this. There's other programs such as the EIDL, the Economic Disaster, uh, Disaster Injury Loans. Those, those definitely helped, but those were SBA loans that had 30-year terms on them. This particular program, like I mentioned before, is simply a grant. So as far as awareness is concerned, that's what we're trying to do is create awareness around it. Um, it's not gotten as much attention, like I mentioned, as PPP. So our focus is to, to definitely make people aware of it and to help 
if they're eligible, help get that money into their pocket. Okay, so give us, if I'm a small business owner, and that's most of our industry, and for a lot of them, Mike, they're small business owner operators. So in other words, they're also working in the business and they probably employ one or two or 20 or 400 people. So sure. before they go through the process and reach out to you, what are the couple things they need to know right off the top that says, oh, that's not me, I'm not gonna do it. Or yeah, I gotta explore this. Absolutely. So first you have to have W-2 employees. That's the most important part. Sadly, this program isn't extended to 1099s. So um, W-2 employees is crucial. The other aspect of it as well is that you want to have for 2020 under 500 employees. For 2021, there you you can have under five. Or excuse me, for 2020, it's under 100 employees. For 2021, it's under 500 employees. Got it. The other thing is that you have to be eligible, and that's one of two ways. All right. So you either had to have been forced to shut down, operated a reduced capacity, uh, and this is via government mandates. This could be on the state level or the county level where somebody came in and said, hey, you can only operate at half capacity. We want to keep everyone safe. We want social distancing in place. So any periods where a mandate such as that is issued, you're going to be eligible for that particular period. If there's any periods like that where you that that what that didn't happen. So there was no restrictions in place. You have to show a loss of 50% or more in total revenue year over year, quarter over quarter from 2020 to 2019. So for example, wherever you're located in the fourth quarter, there were no government restrictions or COVID mandates in any capacity. You would take your fourth quarter of 2020, compare it against your fourth quarter of 2019. If you have a 50% loss in total sales, you would also be eligible for that. Okay, um, I get it. So for top of mind before they even wanna reach out to you is about having W-2 employees. As an owner, if you, have, if you are also a W-2, can you apply as yourself into the program? You can, but it, it depends. So if you're the only, if you're paying yourself and you're the only W-2, basically the, the stipulations and some of the um, rules concerning how the calculations are done if you're an owner, you can't use your payroll, and that can extend also to family. So there are a set of rules around that. So basically, when we do a calculation for the client, we always pull any ownership's payroll if they're being paid as a W-2 out of it. And that's just a stipulation that was put in place for the program. Got it. Okay. And you said also, this starts as a grant. It's not a loan, right? So if you get approved, you're not going to owe it back, correct? That is correct. That is the most beautiful part. There are no hoops that you have to jump through, um, which is really, really great and certainly advantageous. Okay, Mike, what's the best way for our listeners to reach out to you guys? How do they hone in on sure. where to go? Yeah, I mean, there's numerous ways. You can find us online at adessocapital.com. Um, you can reach out to, you know, you can reach out to us directly at info at adessocapital.com. You can contact me directly at mike at adessocapital.com. <laughs> Um, there's many, many ways. Uh, and, and so, you know, we're always happy to help, always happy to talk. And, and if there's a, if there's any questions around eligibility, we always encourage people reach out to us. You know, it's never a waste of time for us to speak with anyone to determine if we may be able to assist. We're always happy to help in that sense. Yeah. You shouldn't think of yourself as a negative first, correct? Right. Um, 
people, by the way, Adesso is A, D is in David, E, S, S, O, adessocapital.com or Mike at A, D, E, S, S, O, adessocapital.com, right? That's perfect. Thank you. Okay. And uh, Mike, you know, in the, in the uh, few minutes that we have um, left, if I was applying, I would say, well, I wonder how many of these are getting through. Are there statistics about uh, how many or how much or anything you can share? Yeah, I mean, you know, I can speak to what we've done, um, which is somewhere north of $50 million worth of credits, um, you know, that people will now start to receive or have received some. There is a, a, a time frame from once all the paperwork is submitted to the IRS for them to review it and then cut the check. So, um, you know, I would say that as of today, one of the most uh, important statistics that stands out to me is the average size of these credits that we're seeing. And the average size is north of eighty thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. So when you really think about a small business, what can eighty thousand dollars do for you? I mean, it, it speaks volumes. So that that really sticks out to me. Yeah, that's a lot today. By the way, I mean that's save your money for a lot of companies that are on the. The edge. But again, as an owner operator, it's not your salary. This is about employee salary, correct? Yes, so sir. The money's not going to you back as an owner. It actually goes into your corporate entity, correct? Well, the way that it would work. So um, let's say somebody gets back $80,000, yeah. for example, and it comes in the forms of these uh, checks. So, you know, let's say that 80,000 is broken up over three quarters. So you might receive three checks from the IRS. Once you have that money, it does come to the business, yes. But after you receive that money, it's entirely up to you how you want to invest it, how you want to use it. And that's the best part. I'm sure some people would wonder, well, why would I bother to do this? I mean, it goes to the employees. God bless them. But I'm the one running the business and I'm hurting. So the money goes to them. Yes, sir. Okay. People reach out to Mike at Adesso, A-D-E-S-S-O, Mike at AdessoCapital.com. I, I just can't find a negative here. I can't see a reason why someone should not reach out to you. So I really uh, hope they do. And I hope you're kind of a Santa around the Christmas season here, Mike, <laughs> when, it, uh, when it comes what? to that as well. But I, I promise you, I will be eating, drinking and being merry. So <laughs> I will be as much of a Santa as I can. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Have an awesome time. Look forward to getting together for breakfast after the new year. All right. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.